Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, January 20th. I'm Jonathan All, in for Wayne Pratt. Today, Joe Biden takes the oath of office to become the 46th president of the United States. Kamala Harris will take the oath of office to become the 49th vice president of the United States. The inauguration is the culmination of one of the most, if not the most, contentious elections in U.S. history. It also comes two weeks after a mob of violent rioters stormed the Capitol building, attempting to disrupt the certification of the Electoral College vote. Outgoing President Donald Trump will not be in attendance today, breaking a 150-year tradition marking the peaceful transfer of power. Outgoing Vice President Mike Pence will attend. A 21-year-old Eastern Missouri woman who was one of those seen inside the U.S. Capitol during the January 6th riots made her initial court appearance yesterday. Emily Hernandez of Sullivan was released after the virtual hearing on Tuesday. Federal court documents say Hernandez was identified by several people as the woman seen holding a broken piece of a sign above the doorway above House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office during that riot. The St. Louis County Council broke through its week-long stalemate over who chairs its meetings. Council members passed numerous bills yesterday with Rita Days running the meeting. Days and three other council members objected to how Lisa Clancy won another year as chairwoman, thanks to a now former councilwoman who voted in leadership elections. In another vote, Days was elected chairwoman. Clancy says that while she didn't agree with Days running Tuesday's meeting, the Maplewood Democrat added the county had a lot of business to complete. In the meantime, Councilwoman Days, if it is your will to preside over tonight's meeting, um, so be it. I do, however, want the record to reflect my objection to this action. But in the meantime, we must also get on with our business to the best of our ability until the judge makes their ruling over the matter. So let's proceed. The county filed a lawsuit last weekend to effectively figure out if Days or Clancy is chairwoman. The St. Charles County Department of Public Health kicked off a vaccination effort by giving doses to health care workers and emergency personnel yesterday. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, the health department will administer the vaccine to people at the family arena for seven weeks. Dozens of people lined up at the family arena in St. Charles County to receive a dose of the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine. County health officials say they're starting with health care workers and emergency personnel and will then make St. Charles County residents a priority following state guidelines. The county has an online reservation system. County Health Director Dimitri Cianci Chapman says officials aim to eventually get the vaccine to anyone who wants it. For St. Charles County, that's over 400,000 people. It will take more than just my health department to um, get to all those folks, but we have a lot of community partners that are really stepping up. County health officials will inform people when a vaccine is available. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Healthcare professionals are lining up to take the COVID-19 vaccine. Black pastors in the St. Louis region are inviting doctors into their church forums to share information about the coronavirus vaccine. Church leaders say some black people are fearful of the vaccine because they don't trust the healthcare industry. To allay such fears, they want doctors and nurses to talk about the need for the vaccine. Anthony Witherspoon is a senior pastor of Washington Metropolitan Zion AME Church. He allows doctors to speak to church communities online. The Bible 
reminds us that God wants us to be prosperous and in good health. If the vaccine is going to help us be on the way to good health, then that's something we need to seriously consider doing. Witherspoon says the black community relies on the church for information, so it's up to black faith leaders to address the vaccine. The federal government reopened a loan program this week to help small businesses during the pandemic. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports, some black business owners who were denied loans last year are wary of applying again. Sequoia Massey, who goes by Foxy, didn't get many details about why the government denied her loan application last year. The Florissant native had hoped to get some money to help pivot her eyebrow business from in-person appointments to online product sales. She says her business is down and she could use the money, but she's uneasy about trying again because the process was so confusing. That's why it was discouraging, because it wasn't just the denial. It was when you try to call and try to get more information or try to figure out the appeal process, nothing was clear. The St. Louis Small Business Empowerment Center and other groups are trying to help Black-owned businesses like Massey's connect with the resources they need to secure loans. They're launching a free webinar series next week to answer questions. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. Illinois has collected $62 million from legalized marijuana sales that's earmarked for helping minority businesses and neighborhood development, but the money hasn't been spent yet. The Chicago Tribune reports problems with the state's system to hand out new cannabis business licenses and numerous requests for help among the reasons. Enterprise Holdings is partnering with Rankin Technical College on an initiative to address a shortage of automotive technicians. The nonprofit Tech Force Foundation says 80,000 new technicians will be needed throughout the country over the next four years. Mary Mahoney helps lead Enterprise's Insurance Replacement Division. She says more young people need to be aware that it's a solid career option. The positions themselves have opportunities to grow from not just a collision engineer, but uh, upward into the management of these businesses as well. Mahoney says the auto tech jobs could pay upwards of $100,000 a year. Rankin is among four schools in the country participating in the pilot program. Most county prosecutors in Missouri are not following a new law that raised the age for being charged as an adult to 18. The law took effect on January 1st, but the Missouri legislature did not provide funding for juvenile services to handle an influx of new cases caused by the change. Missouri is one of only five states in the U.S. that automatically charges 17-year-olds as adults in criminal cases. Some news items that are occurring today. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will be sworn in as president and vice president. You can hear live coverage on St. Louis Public Radio this morning at 10. Missouri Governor Mike Parson will deliver the keynote address at the Missouri State Highway Patrol's 110th Recruit Class Graduation Ceremony. It's in Jefferson City this morning. And then he'll hold a Missouri Update Briefing at the State Capitol this afternoon. And tonight at 8, the St. Louis Blues host the San Jose Sharks. The Blues are 2-1 early on in this season that had its start delayed by the coronavirus pandemic. Before wrapping up, while so much will be different about today's presidential inauguration, one thing will be the same. The incoming president will give a speech. And we thought it notable that sometimes those speeches gave us lines that became important parts of U.S. history. This great nation will endure as it has endured, will revive and will prosper. So first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. 
we as Americans have the capacity now as we've had in the past to do whatever needs to be done to preserve this last and greatest bastion of freedom. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. That was portions of the inauguration speeches of Franklin Delano Roosevelt in 1933, Ronald Wilson Reagan in 1981, and John Fitzgerald Kennedy in 1961. Joseph Robinette Biden will make his speech today. We'll have to wait to see if any part of it rises to the level of memory of those quotes. The executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio is Shula Newman. The music for The Gateway is by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Jonathan All, in for Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.